Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. It's sort of BudPod228. Not really, though. Hello from the fringe. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Phil is in Egypt. He's hanging out with some pharaohs. He's uh, teaching some, some mummies to say koji and some daddies. Um, he's away. I'm at the fringe. It's all chaos, basically. So what we're going to do is we're going to release bonus pod 227, last week's bonus pod, to you lucky muggles who don't get it if you're not on the Patreon. Um, I'll cook up something a little more special for the Patreons. It's a sign of gratitude. And speaking of gratitude, um, just personally, I want to say thank you to all of the podbuds who have come to see my show in Edinburgh. It has been incredible to see how many kojis I've been getting as people go out past me and my spooky little bucket. Um, shows have been going very well, but I think a big part of the reason they've been going well is because you guys have come out in force and vastly improved the quality of of the crowd with your wit <laughs> and your poop. Um, highlights of the fringe so far, lots of kojis, um, going to an industry party and instead of networking or doing something cool like bowling, spending the entire three hours on a gun simulator. See Instagram for details. Very on brand for me um, in a way that I think I'm going to have to just, I'm just going to stop fighting. Um, and just a very good time and a good show. Lots of fun. Um, this show, for clarity, is not the show I'm going on tour with this autumn. Because of COVID, things are a bit out of whack. So I'm going on tour um, with last year's Fringe show, the one I've been doing in London. Um, so 2022 Fringe, London this year, that show is going around the country and Dublin. Um, the show from the Fringe, this one, um, I'll have to tour it, uh, put it on in London next year somehow. We'll see. Just for, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> avoidance of doubt and confusion. I don't want you to be confused. Um, yes, okay. So, I'm on tour in the autumn. Thank you for coming to the Fringe Koji guys. I really do appreciate it. It, it, it warms the cockles of my heart to the point where they are, they're too hot to even touch these cockles. Phil will be on tour in the autumn. Look at our websites for information. Blue de blab de blue. If you are in London and you missed the old show, I will be doing Leicester Square Theatre on the twenty seventh of November, I believe. Go to Leicester Square Theatre's website to see. Um, that's the last chance it'll be on in London, ever again. So check it out if you wish. Beyond that, um, oh, I have a mailing list now. I've it's I mean, it's two thousand and nine for goodness sake. We should all have mailing lists. Um, if you go onto my website pianovelli dot com, 
the mailing list uh, sign-up option will pop up. And do sign up because I will be sending out little updates, little things, bits and pieces. Not often. I won't burden you. But I'm tempted to turn it into a sort of fun little essay thing. Just like, here's a couple of funny paragraphs about something or other to sweeten the 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 bitter pill of raw information. Um, and uh, there will be a big announcement first on the mailing list and 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 Patreons in late November, early December. Pretty big announcement anyway. And then hopefully a definitely big announcement uh, sort of February, March next year. So there you go. I've baited the hook and now I wait. Um, thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, we're going to get back to normal operations ASAP as possible when Phil is back from raiding the tombs of the pharaohs and I'm back from um, cavorting in Scotland and doing my little dance, sweating in my velvet jacket. Okay, Koji guys, thank you very much for listening and enjoy bonus part 227. It's bonus part at 227. You enter the big the the big uh, toilet bathroom stocking warehouse. This is where <laughs> they keep the soaps the, and the stockings and the paper towels and the hand dryer parts that you need when you go around and and you, you maintain um, the, the bathrooms and toilets and restrooms of various institutions. You've just started this job, and this is your first time restocking. The, the boss told you to get back to the warehouse and pick us up some stuff. And so you go around and you grab yourself a shopping trolley to put all the stuff in. You don't actually have to buy it. They just use shopping trolleys because they're more convenient. And you know... You, you laugh at yourself, you go, because <laughs> you think, oh, this stuff is all to go in toilets, and yet this is the cleanest smelling place I've ever been, because it's all soap and towel and, and toilet and paper. And and you go, <laughs> like that, you do a little, <laughs> to yourself. And you're rolling along, you throw in some hand towels, some hand, some, uh, hand towel papers in there, push. And some soaps off the shelf there. You are oh, great. You throw in a couple of hand dryers, a couple of the Dysons, and you put you stick your head into the Dyson on. You stick your your hand in there. You stick your feet. You're having a great time putting your hand and feet into the the Dyson dryer, and then and then and then a thought crosses your mind. Your, your the expression of your face it changes, and you go. You look from side to side, and you go. You think. Could I? I've always wanted to. This is the only opportunity I'll have to have a Dyson Airblade. And no one, no one else is around. I'm alone with a Dyson Airblade. I've always wanted to do this. And you look around, you check around, and you pick up the Dyson Airblade and you, you run over to a dark corner of the warehouse and you check, you look around again and you... you you drill the Dyson air blade into the wall, so it's sticking out the wall there with the, the insertion bit sort of uh, perpendicular to you, as it were. And you look around again, 
and then you undo your trousers. Look, you unzip your zip, and just as you lower your underpants, someone goes, "Your dick's wet, is it?" And you turn around, huh? What? And there's no one there. <laughs> and you hear from above you, because you should only really be doing that if you've just washed your dick in the sink and it's all wet. And you, huh? Why? You look up, and again, no one's there. <laughs> and you go, uh, "Who are you? I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't. I was just. I was just curious. I've just always wondered what it would be like to, to." And then before you finish your sentence. Phil emerges from one of the shelves if his head comes out of the shelf and he goes to fuck air <laughs> and you go huh and then Pierre repels down from the ceiling and he unclips his spell and he goes you've always wondered what it's like to fuck air and you thought the, you, you, the only chance you'll get to have sex with a Dyson Airblade with its twin blade technology that would give you the per- the ideal version of having sex with air. You thought you'd do it now, didn't you? And Podbud, you go, no, I wasn't. I swear, I just wanted to. <laughs> and and then Phil says, well, I'm afraid you can't. And I'm afraid that you're going to jail. And you go, what for? And Phil goes, just kidding. You're not going to jail. But you can't. You can't do it. It's not allowed. And you, you're all sad and you're embarrassed. And you go, oh, yes. Sorry. And then Pierre goes, you can't. Because Dyson have just released an air blade just for that. And he pulls out a new Dyson device that says the Dyson dot 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 well you know <laughs> uh, welcome to bonus part I, <laughs> I think it'd be nice to have sex with a Dyson thingy uh, but how very do we gentle. yeah but how does a lady do it because one thing with, with sexy lady time is that you don't want the, the process to be drying that's true Maybe it could have a humidifying element to it. There are humidifiers. The Dyson Spritzer. Yeah, it would look like one of those mysterious steaming things you see in the window at Muji. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. To steam the kind of tiny linen pants they sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but instead... M- Muji, is device... the place, Muji is the place I can shop the least. I love Muji! I wear... I, I, I have a, a little set of Muji pajamas and they're short sleeve and they're dark blue with little sailor white sailor buttons down the middle and i swish about in them and they've got a funny little texture they've got the texture of like ken watanabe in the last samurai like it's a bit bumpy how do you how can you find stuff at muji to fit you and i can't with the large big... fits me no yeah no really yeah, well, yeah. i i'm me. i'm in there like uh i'm in there like a fucking ent Trying on the notepads. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Shoving a, a little a, a salad bowl. But you're trying to put your legs through a salad bowl. This stuff no, just doesn't fit. No trousers and clothes, the things that fit me, are, are going to be delicate and um, 
efficiently charming enough to be a Muji product, I think. Yeah, I suppose delicate pro- is probably the word. Everything in Muji, yeah. all the clothes in Muji are made specifically for a Japanese person who lives in a modern house in the woods. Yeah, and they've got some sort of weird job that means that they 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 have time to just sort of slowly put on nice things and swoosh about. Yeah, and put all their pencils into a, a little pigeonhole. Yeah, I you know what it is? You buy everything from there if you're an architect. That's it. It is very much architect vibes. It's very much work from home vibes. It's very much lo-fi hip-hop vibes. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's where the girl in the lo-fi hip-hop video buys all her stuff. Is moody. Absolutely. I'm a distinguished working from home architect who likes lo-fi hip-hop. And I shop <laughs> at Muji. <laughs> Big time. Big Whereas time. I'm a, kind of, um, I'm a kind of giant, hairy, lumpy man. Yeah, where's your shop? Which country um, which country would your equivalent of Muji come from if not Japan? <laughs> I mean maybe South Africa. Hey, well, yeah, I was just thinking it would have to be South Africa. May or or like or the Holland. Cent- the center or south of the US. Right, right, right. Like a, a a store called like Burt's Burt's Dry Goods and Fish and Tackle. Fish and Tackle and they but they sell like hard-wearing clothes. Yeah, that's right. Or the kind of suit place that does suits for the really big villains in shows. Ah, oh, wherever Kingpin gets his suits from. Totally. Me and Kingpin <laughs> have the same guy. <laughs> in some of those shows, where it's like this giant fucking guy, or The Rock, like we said on the main pod. And he's got this nice, like, pretty nicely cut suit, given how insane his body shape is. You just think, where have you got that? I think they're all tailored. They all custom. They have to be custom. They have to be Look custom. But what we what we're after is something where you can get off the shelf. Yeah. I mean, there, what was the what was the plus size man clothes shop called? Giacomo was that it? Oh uh, well, G- Giacomo. Well, that's where we got one of the one of the jazz names. I think it might it might not be on the poster. It might be is Giacomo Coffins was one of the. Uh, <laughs> I think I riffed the idea of a coffin for a really big fat bloke called Giacomo Coffins. <laughs> and he was a jazz guy. Uh, yeah, Giacomo was online only. Was it now? Interesting. Yeah. However, you could get, go to uh, High and Mighty in person, and I did. High and Mighty. And Big and Tall, generally, I think, online. But it's all online now. There's no physical uh, retail but we space. We want a physical shop, a South African equivalent of Muji called. Yeah. What would it be called? Bry. Bra, bra, it would be, it would be it, called it would be called bry thighs, bry thighs. But then, what people think it's a bra shop because it's got bra right at the beginning. Well, South Africans wouldn't. Yeah, but you want to be opening it up to. But I guess Muji is is a Japanese word, presumably. Yeah, yeah. I just I actually bought some swimming shorts from a. I literally googled rugby thighs swimming shorts. Oh yeah. And I found a website set up by like a, a rugby player. Wow, great. For, to get like little swimming shorts for your holidays for people with tremendous thighs that are not in proportion with their waist. Crucial caveat. This guy proves be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, pleated trousers get back in fashion because I'm going to have to like, like cause of, maybe because of Oppenheimer, 1940s sort of pleated trousers. Oh. I need them pleats, boy. You want you're you're a pleat head now. You're well, I'd have fever. to. 
I have to have pleats, so I'm going to have a big floppy waist. Which bit? Which bit of the trousers are the pleats? The pleats are the the sort of fold bits emanating from the belt line. The fold bits emanating from the belt line? It would be faster to just Google image search what pleats. What are pleats? Please, pleats. Pleats, tell me. Yeah, Google, it, it, it means that you can have a, a smaller waist and the trousers sort of go outwards. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, I understand now. Have you seen is, them? Yeah. Did you see him? Did you see the pleats? It's basically yeah, the 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 folding by which the fabric expands from the waist outwards. Yes. Correcto. Lovely. Lovely. Um, yeah, I, I need get some you. pleats. Yeah. Cause of my thighs. Well, maybe that's what the shop's called, pleats. Pleats, please. Pleats, please. Yeah. And they sell... I think I'm going to have to get a new mattress. Why? I'm too heavy for my mattress. Does it just give way? I, well, I, over time, I'm, I wake up in a divot. My bumps <laughs> created this dip. <laughs> my central body mass has dipped it. Wow. Yeah, I'm very heavy. Why, are you sleeping on your back? Your badunkadunk is creating like a big old hole in this No, but even when, I'm, even when I'm on my side, that's still the central point of the fold of your body, isn't it? Your hips. Yeah. It's your hinge. Yeah. It's where it's all the it. mass is. Mmm. It's true. Mattresses, are, it's too soft. I like it when I go to a hotel and it's just like a... Almost like flat wood fucking spring mattress. Just so sturdy for long-term use by customers. Well, that is because they have... Is it divans? No, it's not called a divan. What is it called? It's like a I have a divan. That's like the box support. Yeah, I've got that. I'm not oh, sleeping fuck. on slats, boy. I destroy slats with this ass. God yeah, damn. I, 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 You're I on the van. slats with my badonk. Well, then I have nothing to offer you. Well, get out. Um, get out. Get, get out. out of this bed shop. Yeah, I need to sort it out, man. I need to sort it out. Because I, I, oh, I don't know. I say I need to sort it out. I also can't be fucking bothered to sort it out at all. There's well, so many problems that I just don't have the energy to fix, so I just sit in. I sit in a in a dip. Oh, p- preach! I am the the sultan of this, <laughs> of having so, too many things to sort the out. The sultan of dip sitting. Well, and and the, their equivalents. Yes. I've always got some fucking thing I need to buy, some fucking shopping I need to do, some tidying I need to do, some fixing, some. Uh, enough! Enough! I say enough. <laughs> It's always a little job, just a little... Oh, you remember that solution? Well, it's given birth to a bouncing baby problem. (laughs) (laughs) So annoying. (laughs) Congratulations, it's an issue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um... Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. 
These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24. Yes. Well, we, do you have any spice? We're, we're recording these well in advance. We, should, we, we forgot to clarify on the main one. but Yeah. But we are. But we are. Oh, man. Spice. Spice up my life. It's hard to think of spice that isn't quite topical. And, mm. and, and that wouldn't sound a bit odd. Mm. Mm. Oh, this is the thought I had. We know with the terrible heat waves in like Greece and south, southern France. Mm-hmm. I think that Greeks and the Spanish are going to start holidaying in the UK for summer. Oh, like uh, <laughs> to have relief. Yeah, what do you think? They're well, there's, a, there's always a lot of Spanish. Uh, uh, always, there's a lot of Spanish teenagers wandering around London, being astonishingly rude. So rude, and they just stand in the. They're always standing in the way. It's such a rude country, by uh, virtue of who they send us. Yeah, yeah. The, the kids, the kids uh, seem to be the rudest. The Faux French show. kids are less rude. The Italian kids are louder but less rude. German kids, I don't notice. The, I notice them. They're quite eerie, but they're not rude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Interesting. Um, yeah, maybe. But yeah, I think, yeah. Maybe. Or, or is this Mother Nature's way of making us fly less? Of just making the destination so unappealing and literally on fire? Yeah. But the flights have to stop. Yeah, yeah. And you have to get a train to the fire. Yeah, Mother Nature's like, I tried to warn you, you're still going, fine. Guess I'll have to set the destination on fire for you to stop <laughs> flying. <here." laughs> and now no one can go on holiday as you sort of pour petrol all over the villa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a, a terrible divorce. Yeah. And this, oh. this, this is an, another, well, this is probably a spicier element of this take is maybe budget airlines shouldn't exist yeah yeah now this is obviously got quite a heavy class element to it and you can be you can quite justifiably be sad again well it's all right for you phil to which i respond yeah i guess (laughs) i guess more trains more trains more more trains and make the make try and make the Eurostar not five thousand pounds per trip. Yeah, yeah. And Put all the airline petrol subsidies into Eurostar subsidies. There we go. Yeah, yeah I think I, I, I yeah. think there should be like a minimum price on plane tickets. I don't think like you should be able to fly to Spain for forty I, quid. My elitist view, similarly along these lines, is I don't think. I I'm irritated when people mess. There's lots of things that irritate me a bit about. Alistair Campbell and Rory Stewart and their podcast. Yeah. But the main thing that I will defend them on is that they fly all the time. They're always flying to places. Right. So the joke is that like Rory Stewart is always in like Jordan or or California or Switzerland or Japan or Australia because he's going to very important conferences at high levels, right? Yeah. Similar with Alistair Campbell. And people are like, well, you two go on about green, but always flying. 
And I think they at one point they should just say, yeah, because we're more important than you and your holiday. Yeah, I know. that is. We are more accomplished people <laughs> than you. We have done more with our lives. We're very, very important. We're very, very knowledgeable. And we're in high demand. And there's some stuff that we have to do in person, like flying to Rwanda and checking in on our charity on the ground. You know, the charity that we run, yeah. that we started, that we're experts in. Whereas you yes. are talking about going to Naples and ignoring all of the local culture and sitting on the beach. <laughs> so maybe maybe not actually. Maybe this is fine for us because we are, have something on. I'm sure some of those flights could have been Zoom meetings, but it's not uh, equivalent. It's like when people get annoyed that the prime minister sometimes uses a private jet. Like, yeah, I hope he does. Yes, 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 yes. No, I hope I, he does. I, I think I think on some level, every, yeah, people are will admit to that that not all journeys are created equal. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, the Ryanair flight to Bulgaria with full of stag do's is not the same. No, as flying an expert to a situation, it's no. just not. Well, that's my spicy take. My avia- aviation yeah. spicy take for the week. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Well, so um, let's do some Vipka. Oh, do you not have a, a spicy take? That was mine. That was mine. Oh, so their, their, their flights are fine and yours aren't. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. To the people nice. complaining on that podcast. Yes. Also, I think um, Rory Stewart is very smart, but he's by self-definition not smart about politics in a way that Alistair Campbell is, because Alistair Campbell was head of some of the most successful political communications campaigns in British history, and Rory Stewart has always lost all, all of his big fights in politics. <laughs> yes yes he's a lot more idealistic i think i think campbell very much understands the reality the nitty-gritty of politics and the, yeah. the real politic of it all yeah whereas rory has nice ideas like planting a big forest around london and you go oh great that's not going to happen and it's also a bad idea for various reasons but it does sound nice and it involves trees which i like as well so mm. you it's know tough. great but also no and it's not going to happen anyway okay okay vip correspondence connor has got a touch connor um don't be a loner which is another pronunciation of loner <laughs> speak to us kona don't be a loner kona don't be a loner yeah. kona kona the barbarian mm. uh well kona says good evening ploppers good evening oh he wrote this in the evening 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 a long-term sufferer of ibs here the ibs ah a regular log, one that Gillian McKeith would approve of, is a scarce event in my life. Gosh. Imagine. Sorry to hear it. <coughs> How the Imagine. other half lives. And by oh. other half, I mean the bottom half, the bum. <laughs> and it takes little more than a stiff breeze to set me off, despite this. My Herculean <laughs> sphincter has served me well all these years. Good old sphincter. Yeah. Whilst backpacking... Uh, in Australia this year, I was talking to my sister, who introduced me to Bud Pod, about if she had any stories to submit. She told me of a time she was at a party. A party. She was at a party. And went to the bathroom with her fellow female friend, her FFF. As women do. Without warning. Without what are they doing warning, in there, Pierre? What are they doing all the bloody women? What are they doing in there? What are they doing? Having some sort of meeting? Um, 
Uh, you and I go in the bathroom it, together. Yeah, <laughs> hundreds of times. Why? Do, yeah. I mean, women go to the bathroom together, but men do piss openly standing next to each other. That's true. That's true. So, we don't. We don't need to arrange to do it because we already know we're going to see each other in there. Yeah. We're see you in there. See you in there. Yeah. They, we're not. Women are. Let's go in. Men are. See you in there. I will see you in there, sir. <laughs> Meet you there. Meet you there at the pisser. So she goes into the bathroom with her female friend, as women do. But without prior warning, her friend began to shit. Okay, and they're so, in like a toilet together. Yeah, at a party. So it's like oh, that classic yeah. party scene, like the girls on the loo and her friend standing there chatting to her. That shows, obviously, this p- person is expecting a sociable piss, but suddenly yeah. logs are coming out of her friend. Oh, boy. And in that moment, you have to choose between maintaining a straight face and just going, sorry, are you shitting? <laughs> Tough one. Why is it so much worse? Why is it... I mean, I know it is, but what is it that explains that leap in seriousness? <laughs> I think it's because you have to be pretty dehydrated to do a piss that I can smell from across the room. Right, so it's a smell aspect. I think a smell is so invasive and so linked with memory. But I, I think it's also a solidity yeah. aspect. I think there's yeah. something more serious about you pushing something solid out of you and being in the being in the presence of someone who's having something solid leave their body. The cavity. It's yeah. much more visceral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the, the, the pee could the, the pee could be hitting the side of the bowl and be almost silent, whereas it's like heaving these fucking logs out of yourself. And you're like going, whatever, like horrible mm. noises. It's too, it's too much. It's, yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's gross. It's too, much. too much. So this lady just starts shitting, but being an honorable friend, Connor's sister stayed with her in the loo. That's, yeah, that's pretty wild. So. There wasn't anything particularly noteworthy about the deposit itself. Her technique, however, was most peculiar. <laughs> she had, we've, we've heard this before, but there's more detail than ever before. She had wrapped many layers of tissue around her hand and had positioned it underneath her anus to catch the matter in a 12-ply yes. hand hammock. We've heard of this. Men do a lot of weird stuff, but this must be the most mentally ill thing that women do. This takes a biscuit. It's, Catching but it, it's for turds. the sound, right? Well, let's. I'll get on to that. Okay. Spending your like life catching turds in a shit mitt. It's just... <laughs> it's behavior that I would expect to see in one flew over, a cuckoo, flew over the cuckoo's nest. Not like as, as standard in like one out of every five women or whatever it is. <laughs> it's so weird anyway so so there's detail phil there's detail yeah uh, <clears throat> after questioning she told my sister that her mother taught her to do it as a child to what? make less of a mess no mothers don't let your babies grow up to poop in their hands <laughs> <laughs> that's wild what kind of parenting they, is that they fuck you up your mum and dad they don't mean to but they do they teach you to make a, a fist of paper to catch it when you do a poo nice that's me and Philip Larkin working together there yeah they fuck you up your mum and dad they don't mean to but 
they do. Teach you to make a tissue pad to lay upon <laughs> your poopy poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, it continues. Now, I don't know what kind of messes she'd made as a child to necessitate this, or if they simply had no toilet brush in the house, but teaching your child to shit in their hand and having them continue this into their 20s, I mean, heaven help us. So does does Connor say whether does she poop into her hand and then lay it in into the, the the toilet bowl or does she take it elsewhere like a sleeping kitten yeah like shh, shh, shh. like laying moses among the reeds <laughs> yeah yeah later this year i told my welsh friend of this story let's call her gwyneth gwyneth lovely from uh, welsh it- name uh, it is a special uh, TH sound that we used to have in English, which was a D with a curvy top with a cross through called a thorn. Oh, and well, the cross is, is called a thorn. No, no, the whole letter is called thorn. Oh. Uh, the symbol, rather. And the TH sound is the TH of within, not with. Ah, within. So it's between within, a TH and a D. Within. within. Gwynedd. 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 Yeah, so it's not quite a D. It's a little softer than that. Yeah. Um, it's a limp it's a limp D (laughs) (laughs) Gwyneth Uh, cut to a couple of weeks afterwards and Gwyneth is staying in an Airbnb in the Melbourne city centre with a group Ah, of girls she met back beautiful city beautiful they have been instructed that only one of the toilets is for shitting as the other can't handle it (laughs) just traumatised beautiful city for shitting Beautiful. Now, only one of these toilets is for shitting, and the other one only tells lies. <laughs> it's up to you to figure out which one's really for shitting. Because they'll both say they are, but one can't handle it. There's an answer to that riddle. Yes, there is. Logically, you ask the one that lies... About the other one or something. Yeah, like you ask someone that lies, can they tell a lie or something like this. Yeah, there's, there's some paradox that, that gets at it, yeah. Yeah. So they've been told that. However, the fully functioning toilet is an ensuite with nothing but half a curtain separating the room. Okay. So it's not really an ensuite. It's a toilet in a bedroom oh, with a curtain. Oh, no. This is such classic Airbnb shit. Yeah. Airbnb sucks, man. Yeah, it's really declined. There's lots yeah. of interesting articles about how it's a pile of shit now and everyone hates it. And people are going back to hotels. It needs, it needs it, a hard reset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, it's um, as expensive as a hotel, but you have to clean up after yourself. Oh, well, no then. <laughs> um, have you got some, like, parakeets outside or something? Yeah, there are many birds in my news. <laughs> many rooms in my father's house. What is that from? Many rooms in my father's Christianity. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Poor Gwyneth is also a victim of IBS and was currently at DEFCON 2. Oh, dear. But the lucky resident of the ensuite room had taken a lover for the night. (laughs) And things had most likely... A lover. And things had most likely taken a turn for the French. Ah, I like that. Ah, I like that a lot. Inspired by my sister's story, she deployed the hammock technique in the now only available toilet, the non-pooing one, ah. and deposited her droppings in the bathroom bin. Uh, oh, that's so much worse. 
Although not very far off from what you have to do in Greece, as I've covered on this podcast. Yes. Where you wipe your ass and you have to put it in the bin because the drains Repulsive. can't handle tissue. After meekly returning to the living room, the other girls could see on her face what she had done. Oh, no. You did what Connor's sister's friend did, didn't you? <laughs> oh, no. You did oh, what no. Connor's sister did. No. Did you shit in your hand? <laughs> you made a hammock for your poo. Um, Gwyneth nodded before being shamed into taking her human poo bag to the bins out in the street like a dog walker. Oh, my God. Gross. P.S. I just remember the time my sister blocked our cousin's toilet in Boston and used a novelty Boston Red Sox baseball cap shaped ice cream cup to scoop the shitty water out of the first floor window. Horrible. Oh my gosh. Poor Gwyneth. She has previous. Yeah, Gwyneth. Oh, Gwyneth. I look forward to taking my mother to Pierre's show in Norwich in October. As a fellow war boy, may I suggest you stop by the Arboretum for an average cocktail with the atmosphere of an Anderson shelter. Philip, until next time, keep on jacking it, gentlemen. I know you will. Oh, we will. Don't you worry about us. Don't you worry, Connor. Don't you worry about us. Nice to hear from a war boy, though. Yes, war boys, we must stick together. We really must stick together. Um, And patrons and podbuds, we must also stick together as this episode's over but we must it's be over. together for next time yes um well, this should be coming out on the pupulala 18th of august i think wow well I no think. this is this is a bonus pod yeah yeah, yeah. oh I've sorry i was looking days. at july i was looking at july you were looking at july uh so we'll i'll be i'll be bang smack in the middle of losing my entire sense of self at the fringe oh yeah film will, will be, be on in holly bobs I'll actually be away filming mm. abroad. Can you give us a clue what it is? Um, hmm. It's going to be hot. It's going to be very hot and ancient. Ancient? Hot and ancient. Ooh, that's how I like them. That's how I like them. That's how I like them. They don't make them like they used to. <laughs> uh, but until okay. until after that... Much love and bye-bye. Okay, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.